0: Top the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio, Talk, radio Show. Talk Show.
1: All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Cosby live on your radio. Hard hitting news the network refused to use, no doubt, starts now. This is the broadcast for February the 27th of the year of our Lord 2020. This is hour one of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. We use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. We're absolutely convinced that checks and balances, brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. We also reject revolution and stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. We'll dispense of all the uh, summary of previous shows. We just don't have time, ladies and gentlemen. Too many. News the network's refused to use stories to get to. They call these guys Samaritan, Samaritans, Kurt, and I agree, but it's a great news story. Shouldn't I put the word good in front of that?
2: Good point, Sam. Uh, I added the word good to the headline. little switch to me a little bit. Um, yeah, anyway, it looks like right? it See happened in it uh, Boca Raton, uh, which is um, the... Boca Raton. Uh, you, say,
1: you like to say that word, yeah, right,
2: Kurt? Yeah, r- Boca Raton.
1: That means, is that uh, better?
2: Rat's mouth. Yes, that's a lot better. I'm thinking. off the rat's mouth um, kind of
1: deal. I like Boca Raton That's better.
2: right. Boca Raton Sounds, sounds kind of sound
1: cooler, doesn't it? Yeah, there you
2: go. Um, anyway, so this was a uh, uh, this is a piece from Kim Davis. She writes for the uh, Western Journal uh, by way of World Net Daily. It uh, says, a small crew of good Samaritans. That's what it says in the
1: article, not... You know, in the headline. Yeah, but I've changed that because I always like the word Good Samaritans so that you really know what we're talking about, right?
2: Yeah, that's right. It's uh, being praised, they say, for rescuing a woman. Who was trapped inside her sinking SUV not just a normal SUV this is a sinking one um, this is Boca Raton Florida and uh, NBC's today even you know covered this said the woman who was alone in her SUV suffered a seizure while driving she lost control of the SUV which plunged into a canal and quickly began to sink uh, passerby Sean Turner and his son saw the sinking vehicle as they were driving by and turner immediately stopped to find out was what was happening yeah, it's not normal to see a car in the sinking air it says uh i guess he told wpec tv when i got out of the truck i asked if anybody had seen anybody in the car they said there was somebody in the car i know cars don't float long so i jumped in as quick as possible uh And uh, I guess they say some dramatic footage uh, showed Turner clinging to the SUV while desperately working to free the woman before it was too late. His body was halfway inside the vehicle as he used a knife to cut the woman free from her seatbelt. Uh, According to Today, uh, that's an NBC program, I guess. It was a race against time as the vehicle began to submerge. Turner's son could be heard screaming repeatedly for his dad to get out of the sinking SUV. Adam Gunn, a second. Um, and this gun with two ends a second good Samaritan jumped into the water and swam to the driver's car door while Turner worked to free the woman Uh, then I crawled in there and undid her seatbelt and then I pushed her out the window Turner said the two men then worked to bring the woman safely to shore before the paramedics arrived according to WPLG TV a whole bunch of media teaming up on this and yet i bet most people never hear about it. Because it doesn't there's get repeated, Kurt,
1: and it's not carrying on the nightly news, and so it hits the wires. Right. And I'm glad for everybody covering it who has, but there's not enough. And here's what I'm really glad about. I'm sure glad they didn't say something like, hey, does this lady believe in Donald or something? And then just like, oh, let her sink. Good point. As opposed to just saying, hey, we're all good yeah. Americans, and we want to <laughs> rescue one another and be kind to one another. And I'm just glad these guys jumped in and didn't let partisan politics be the divide of death in this case. Right, Kurt?
2: Yeah, good point. I guess they said a uh, team of rescue divers went into the water to confirm this is after, according to W. PLG-TV that there were no other bodies in the canal. Uh, Palm Beach County Fire Rescue reported that the woman was taken to the hospital for treatment. Uh, Turner said the rescue was something he likely could not have completed alone. I'm glad, he says, that Adam Gunn was there to help me out because I couldn't have got her to the side without him. It was a team effort. We got her to the side and waited for paramedics to come. Once we knew she was breathing, we took a little bit more time.
1: You know what I would do if I was in the mainstream, Kurt, right now, I would take this story viral and say what a blessing it is for life, and I'd use it as a big reality check to promote pro-life. I would use it to set aside the partisan divide in America and say, look what good things are happening when people work together and set aside politics and those kind of things. And then I'd tell you this. I'd say, you know, a lot of the liberals um, never want a gun on the scene. And this gun, I think they're going to be saying, oh, we're glad we had a gun on the scene. As in, Adam point, yeah. See, you can learn to mock the press in, in, in polite ways. When I say mock, mm-hmm. I mean just basically destroy their narratives in polite, respectful ways that highlight what we're talking about. You know, you kind of joke and say we had a gun on the scene. You know, it's going to be hard for them to reject that. You know, oh, we wish he wasn't there. We don't want any guns anywhere. What are they going to say? You know, and when we talk about this partisan divide, setting aside the partisan divide, what better story? I mean, I don't know (laughs) what politics any of these people have. I don't know what race any of these people are, Kurt. I don't know any of those things. And, frankly, Mm -hmm. I don't care about any of those things. when we discuss this awesome story either, Kurt.
2: Yeah, good point. God's uh, children working together.
1: I wonder if the rescuers are going to be thanking God or maybe the woman's going to thank God or something like that. You know, I hope that gets out, too.
2: Well, that's good. Uh, right at the end of the story, it says that Turner had this to say. He said, I wish that she is talking about the lady. He said, I wish that she has a speedy recovery and gets well as soon as possible. She has a family, a husband,
1: people that want to
2: see her better.
1: Amen. I'm glad they didn't say unless she's a Trump supporter or anything. I'm glad they didn't say unless she's a Democrat or, you know, whatever. They're just saying, look, she's got a family and loved ones, and we brought her to safety, and we sure pray she gets well. And uh, bring it, Kurt. I want more of it. That's all I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. All right. The White House, Kurt, the hunt is on.
2: Yeah, so I guess it's uh, hunting season there at the White House. But the headline from the WorldNet Daily Boys, uh, WorldNet Daily staff says, White House colon, hunt is on to purge deep staters working against Trump. Sub headline, President has finally gotten
1: serious about this. Now that's great news. Well, Do you anyway. know who's behind this, Kurt? No, I All don't All right, know I'll tell you the whole story. Ready? So there's this right. guy in the Supreme Court, his name is Clarence Thomas. Okay. He's got a wife. I've heard of him. Yeah. She's been working behind the scenes forever to give Donald instructions of who to fire and who to hire and who to let go and who to bring in and why. And she really has an Clarence aim Thomas towards. Clarence Thomas' wife. Yeah. She has an aim towards wow. the train in the swamp. And Trump's kind of ignored her and kind of passed on her stuff to others to kind of whatever. and But now Donald is realizing how serious her points really are. And as far as yeah. I understand, it's, it's um well, the focus on this has been increased in the White House, and I think that's good news, and I don't know who, you know, what advice she's given. I don't know how pure her, you know, knowledge or intentions or understanding is on this or whatever. I'm just telling you that's kind of what's driving a lot of this behind the scenes. Hmm. I think it's good news. Cool. yeah, Because okay. if his wife is anything like Clarence, I, I'm sure it's pretty, pretty conservative, Kurt. Way more so than most, yeah. I'll say that much.
2: Right? Hmm. Good point. Yeah I, uh, yeah, I didn't know that. So my uh, question is, how do Mrs. we get Trump. our influence
1: to the Donald, too? We got some recommendations and some suggestions and some ideas and some feedback or whatever word you want to use. A suggestion box, you know, kind of thing for the White House right here. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's right. All right. Donald Trump starts implementing ban on welfare-dependent immigration to the U.S.,
2: well, um and of course um I mean in this case uh, we're not talking about uh, him completely eliminating the welfare uh programs but at least And again uh, that's what we you know, push instead for. Of, yeah, that's right. Instead of uh at least um handing out freebies to everybody um in America and even the illegal immigrants as they call them uh of course they don't want to call them illegal but anyway, um They say that uh, they started implementing the federal regulation that's geared towards stopping likely welfare-dependent legal immigrants from permanently resettling in the U.S. I guess uh, the Supreme Court gave the green light for the regulation Uh, The Trump—and this is— Part of that whole uh, lawsuit deal and the courts and all that stuff, but anyway, it says uh, the administration has now begun applying what is known as the public charge rule, a rule where legal immigrants are less likely to secure a permanent residency in the U.S. if they have used any forms of welfare in the past, including any cash benefits for income maintenance supplemental security income and this anyway, sets the stage for Donald yeah. he
1: won in the court on this it's good news yeah uh it yep. isn't as far as we would like because we'd like everybody off welfare but it's a start and it's in the right direction right. And as Kurt says it's the incremental gain that we want to see but I want to point out something else about this that's important I've always said you know mm-hmm. what if you want to come to America you need to get a sponsor A business, a person, a family, somebody who will ensure that you don't end up on the public dole. that will ensure that they'll help you, you know, get a a leg up, get a hand up, not a hand out, but a hand up in America through the private sector, through volunteerism and charitable viewpoints. Churches can help. Nonprofit organizations can help. Families and individuals and employers. And okay, this sets the stage for that discussion, too, Kurt. So I got to say good on Trump. I got to actually say good on the judges. And I got to say it's a start. What more can we do to help? There's my only question
2: left. Amen to that, Sam. Yeah, all right.
1: Good. Kurt wants to tell, tell tell us about a UK actress, Sally Phillips. We'll do that in seconds. Then we'll go straight to our guest, Brian Russ, in seconds. You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live.
3: Liberty is not free. Its costs are innumerable. Without monetary funding, the valiant efforts of freedom-loving Americans become diminished or outright defeated. We present a solution, the Give Me Liberty Fund. The plan is quite simple. Invite individual Americans to contribute less than a dollar a day. These monetary funds are used to promote liberty-minded media, organizations, events, candidates, movements, and speakers. In the spirit of transparency, all expenditures are published. Patriotic business owners provide discounted products and services to Give Me Liberty Fund members. Our greatest strength is in numbers. Go to GiveMeLibertyFund.com and become part of the solution today. GiveMeLibertyFund.com. Participate in the peaceful restoration of the greatest and freest country in the world. Kosher. Certified. Put the two words together to get Kosher certified,
4: which is spelled with an SEH instead of just SH. It's the right way to spell this, the German way, and it made it easier to trademark. Now, did I tell you that the letters SCH still make the SH sound as in all those American food producers saying SH? Let's keep it really quiet that our product is kosher certified. Think about it. Nearly one century of kosher certification, and hardly anyone outside exclusive observers knows that most packaged food and kitchen products are literally certified by religious intermediaries. Well, because you, consumer, are indirectly paying for this, the Certified app is here to make kosher certification awareness an inclusive matter for people of all faiths and identities, and it even boasts a unique database of products not kosher certified. We call that NKC. Start memeing it. It's fun. NKC, not kosher certified. Now, to confuse our audience even more, we put a question mark at the end of our name, and that really sensed our trademark approval. It relates to the website where you can begin your new shopping behavior, thekosherquestion.com.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, have you ever heard about the uh, film uh, Dead Men Talking? Oh, yeah, it's about LaVoy Finicum and how the government murdered him. Uh, do you know who Jeanette Finicum is? It's the wife of the late LaVoy Finicum. So you got the film viewing and um, Jeanette Finnicum speaking tomorrow night. That's Friday night, the 28th of February, 6 p.m. at Liberty Hall. Incredible. Up by Ogden, Utah. Uh, It's going to be in a place called Far West at Liberty Hall. I'm telling you right now, awesome stuff. It's free. You don't have to have any tickets or advanced you know, knowledge that you're attending. Just show up. It's going to be tremendous. Kurt Crosby is going to be there. Uh, so with that, Kurt, introduce this U.K. actress to us.
2: Well, anyway, I guess her name is um, Sally Phillips. It's a lady that I've never heard of. uh, But anyway, uh, you know, I guess in the U.K. she's probably pretty famous. I don't think I've ever seen her in a John Wayne movie. I mean, I don't know how she could be that famous. But anyway, um, when you look at this headline uh, from Breitbart, it says, U.K. actress Sally Phillips Decries abortions of down syndrome babies, so uh, she stand up for the unborn and i guess uh I guess there was something in uh, nineteen sixty seven the abortion act to protect unborn children diagnosed with Down syndrome um, and uh, they were trying to protect them back then, and she's pushing for a change or this um, Group is called Don't Screen Us Out, and I guess they say given advances in medical care and quality of life for people with Down syndrome, the different right to life is beginning to look not just dated but barbaric. Uh, Amen into that. Yeah, so anyway, so she's standing up Anyway, so you uh, didn't know about I her before, now you help. do Because
1: she's doing great stuff, and we commend her and thank her For her leadership and service, and we hope we can Help her press for more pro-life views Every second, every day, all the time Donald, this is something Amen. For you to tweet as well, buddy, just saying You know what I mean? Get Donald on the tweeting Brian Rust, com With us, welcome, sir Thank you very much, glad to be here Alright, you got a quick Honest Money update for us Where's gold sitting, sir? Uh gold is sixteen fifty
5: two seventy.
1: Wow. That's up, isn't it?
5: Yeah, about forty what's that? Forty dollars or so from last week.
1: So sixteen fifty two seventy silver?
5: Uh silver's eighteen oh eight.
1: What do you think of that
5: Kurt? It's down that's down about thirty two cents.
1: Just shows how they manipulate it, doesn't it?
5: Absolutely.
1: So how many times different? I mean, ninety palladium. times now? What's that? Ninety times different? Or uh yeah,
5: spread? ninety one point four.
1: Ninety one point four, Kirk. Can you believe that? I mean, that is just it's it's ne- has it been worse, Brian? Yeah. Yeah, it's been a
5: little higher.
1: I think I saw ninety six. Wow. 96, something like that. Usually ladies and gentlemen, it's like fifteen, sixteen to one, maybe twenty to one at most. Uh, whenever gold and silver was really the order of the day. That just shows the manipulation going on. And Kurt's question even further highlights it. Kurt?
2: Well, um, what's palladium doing? Uh, and uh, what is it, rhodium?
5: Yeah, ro- <laughs> there you go. Uh, palladium, uh, 2,799, which is uh, it's up about 50 bucks from where it was last week. But that's. I mean, the climb on that is...
2: Similar to gold, yeah. Yeah. Um,
5: I didn't look at rhodium this morning, but it was. I remember it was. Mm -hmm. uh, Let's see if I can pull it up here real real fast.
2: Well, you're looking at that. um, We were looking uh, after your visit last week. We found a story about a new, um, well, it says first gold. Yeah, before we get to that, Kurt, let's do your story really quick
1: about the economy here. Richmond Fed manufacturing story.
2: OK. Yeah. Um, you know, well, the bottom line is in that story, um, the Richmond Fed is basically saying that, uh, hey, um, things are looking a little better and, uh, you know, people are making a little bit more money. So, yeah. Point
1: to higher uh, wages, Kurt,
2: despite contraction, They they forgot to mention that um, the Fed forgot to mention that they should use their higher earnings to uh, buy some honest money instead of the Federal Reserve notes that the Fed uh Yeah, the point here, though, is wages
1: are up, even though there's supposedly a contraction. And we didn't even have to have a minimum wage or some government bureaucrat make a lot of do it. It just happened, Kurt. Yeah, isn't it amazing? I think that's important to point out, just me. Also, Donald Trump dodges Indian pressure for more H-1B outsourcing. So, what, less um, highly educated people coming to America on these visas, Kurt?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, there's those who argue that, uh, oh, you know, there's just not enough smart people here in America to take care of those, so we need those (laughs) ones from India and all that kind of stuff. And I still believe there's plenty of uh, good folks in America that like those kind of jobs. And, um, you know, uh, uh, on the other hand, if we have... Uh, you know, good people that are trying to go through the system in a normal, uh, you know, fashion or whatever in the right immigration and they have good things to offer then, hey, that they should be coming but they shouldn't have these big piles of people that they say well... We here in, um, what what is it, Silicon Valley. We just don't have enough, you know, smart ones. So uh, therefore, uh, you know, give us a whole bunch more people from India or wherever. But I'm for
1: the dodging of that because I don't think we need that. You know, now, if you can find some unique circumstances I mean. where we don't have the trained people, it might be worthy of a discussion. Uh, but rather than just being kind of a wholesale expanded program, let's strategically look at that. And I think that's what President Trump's doing. I don't think the headline articulates it as quietly as fair as it ought to be. But there you go. Also, Cincinnati Children's Hospital, uh, they're receiving a blessing, curtain. And this is economic is why I bring it up. You can highlight it and then have Brian respond to that. Well, yeah, they talk
2: about a huge amount of... Um money being paid off or i guess you could say contributed uh, donated Um, and you know it's a private donation Uh, so you have you know good people doing private acts of charity once again uh, in this story you know you're just talking about uh, cincinnati children's hospital receiving a record 36 million dollar donation as far as i know it's private charity nobody's forced to perform it and yet People do it out of the goodness of their hearts. Hey, Brian,
1: this just proves it works, huh? Absolutely. I mean, you know, that's, that's
5: the way I think God intended it, for God's children to bless God's children and not have to rely on government to take and do what they want. No, it's a good thing.
1: Now, let me, let me give you a contrast story to highlight. Headline says, Kurt, RV living grows as latest consequence of housing crisis. Residents complain as streets fill with vehicles uh, serving as homes for people who can't afford rent.
2: Yep, uh, Sam, so you get your RV living, and, uh, you know, occasionally I have people ask me, do I live in that little RV thing? And, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a van, you know, that I use for the honey, uh, that I haul it in there, but I could live in there, but I don't live in there. And, uh, and yet some folks are, uh, you know, needing to live in these RVs, and so I guess at least, yeah, that's what you call a mobile home, uh, you know, and, uh, You know, we're seeing that. uh, I mean, they got a housing, I guess you could say crisis, but uh, a lot of that, so much of that has to do with, you know, our grid system and then the government regulations on where you can put your house and how you've got to do it and all that stuff, I think. Well, and
1: regulations uh, about, you uh, you know, how much government land there is to federal government land that nobody can touch. Like, I'd like to create a city. You know, and Kurt's talked about creating a city for a long time. Would love to do that, but man, how do you do it, Kurt? First off, you just can't go out in the Main middle of point. nowhere and find, get a big bunch of land. Um, you'd have to debate water, and then you'd have to have fire hydrants, and then you'd—I ha- mean, pretty soon you're just so buried in curb and gutter, and you know, then you got to work on zoning, and you got—I mean, it's just. Man, I'm glad, you know, Noah's not building the ark today is the joke, but it's as serious as it gets. Uh, But really, so I I appreciate the increased wages, and I think things are getting better as we deregulate and things like that. But you see these troubles in the places where the Democrats have their strongholds, too, Kurt.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, yet they don't want to point that out, um, typically, because um, that makes them makes those bureaucrats and those uh, professional do-gooders with other people's money um, that makes them look bad sam and, yeah the churches know. could
1: start some of these homeless yeah. centers and some of these places way out in the boonies too and stuff like that but you know you, a lot of times the government won't even let them the government's well, like don't you don't have a permit you don't have a food license you don't yeah. have a you know it just goes right on down the list right <laughs> Don't want no one getting them coronaviruses from that food outbreak. No one wanting to get a coli. You know, it's like like things are really safer and cleaner and better and more secure and more stable and more uh, sanitary. And like the homeless camps, is that what you're telling me? I mean, you know, we we just don't think about this correctly, Brian. And what we need to do is just be like the good Samaritans and take a step back for a minute and go, hey, how do we provide love and help to our brothers and sisters who need it? Without strings attached and without games and without regulation.
5: Yeah, that's right. Well, I, I think the government wants them to rely on them. They don't want you to be able to make any choices. You, know, you shouldn't be able to choose to help or to... Hey,
1: where's all the pro-choice <laughs> advocates, Brian, when you need them, buddy? Yeah. All right, hang tight. Sam, Kurt, and Brian on your radi- radio, RussQuittingGift.com. I got a quick question for Brian. And then a, the mother of all stories that Kurt was alluding to, we'll get to it coming up.
0: Exposing Corruption. Informing Citizens. Pursuing Liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
4: USA Radio News with Chris Barnes.
6: President Trump sending his condolences after a gunman opens fire at a Molson Coors Brewery Complex in Milwaukee yesterday.
1: Taking the lives of five people. Number of people were wounded, some badly wounded. Our hearts break for them and their loved ones.
6: The five killed were all employees. Then the gunman apparently took his own life. Police identifying him as a 51 year old Milwaukee man who did work at the complex. Earlier police had claimed he had been recently fired. The president spoke of those shootings in Milwaukee before beginning a coronavirus outbreak briefing at the White House. He says he's putting Vice President Mike Pence in charge of the administration's response to it. The president also saying the risk of the illness is still very low in the United States. And you're listening to USA Radio News.
0: I am doing all the right things, drinking plenty of water, eating right, and exercising. But month after month, my constipation with belly pain, straining, and
6: bloating keep coming back.
0: Irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBS-C, affects 13 million Americans. Linzess, linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Talk to your doctor and learn more at Linzess.com. That's
6: L-I-N-Z-E-S-S.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. President Trump's reelection campaign is suing the New York Times, alleging that the Times intentionally published a false story about Russian interference in the 2016 election campaign in March of last year. The suit was filed in the New York State Supreme Court. New Orleans officials will be meeting today to discuss changes to Mardi Gras. It's a response to a Mardi Gras season that saw several people fall from floats, and two spectators were killed when they were crushed while trying to cross between 10 A bill that will turn polygamy between consenting adults in Utah into a non-criminal offense is headed for that state's governor's desk. This is a member of a polygamist family. She was in the gallery as the state house passed the Senate bill yesterday.
7: My heart's pounding like this. I, I don't even know if it's real. It feels surreal. Like, it's so amazing.
6: Backers say the bill does not legalize polygamy, so it does not violate the state's constitution. And this is USA Radio News.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Brian Rust, Rust rustquittinggift.com on your radio. Hey, so I saw something in the news suggesting that they had these Silver Eagle coins made by the Treasury that were like Donald Trump coins. Um, But when we looked into them, they didn't seem like they were Donald Trump coins. They were just like normal coins that looked to us are there any donald trump specific coins that you know created by the treasury brian
5: don't know anything uh that uh i i I know they there are donald trump coins out there that are privately made
1: yes but i'm hoping the treasury will make a couple those could be collector's items in the future buddy
5: in most cases you're not able to to make any kind of uh presidential coin without that president being dead
1: Oh, well, then I hope we don't make any so, coins for a while.
5: Yeah, unless they're, unless they're planning to do something that we, we haven't heard
1: yet. Yeah, okay. I doubt it then. I, I don't know what led me to think that. It was just kind of the way it was worded that I saw about it or whatever else. And I just wanted to clarify that. All right, Kurt, let's go to your story. And I saved this story because we've got almost a whole segment for it. And I was afraid we wouldn't get to the other headlines if we didn't do that. Brian wouldn't have been able to weigh in on some of those headlines. So thank you for your patience. Let's let her rock. Very good. The headline reads, uh, First Gold Poured at America's Gold
2: and Silver's Relief Canyon. I guess they say this thing is in uh, Nevada. Uh, They say nine months after construction began on this uh, deal there, they have poured first gold and they expect commercial production to start before the end of the second quarter of the year. It's about 153 kilometers northeast of Reno. Of course, translation to miles, I don't know, is that 100 miles? Uh, But anyway, it was built, they say, within budget for about... 28 to 30 million the mine is going to produce they say uh i don't know how they figure this out but anyway um ninety one thousand ounces of gold per year over 5.6 year mine life uh at all in uh they say sustaining costs of u.s 801 dollars per ounce so I, I you want to translate any of that brian uh how's that all work uh uh, but anyway, anyway, jump in whenever you want. It says mining began, uh, and about 170,000 tons of mineralized material is on the leach pad. Production's ramping up, and the company expects to reach design crushing and stacking rates of about 14,500 tons per day by mid-May. Man, it seems like a powerful lot of stuff, but it looks like they've found silver and gold in... Nevada
5: so it, it, it sounds to me be like Tatings, where they're crunching and 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 uh, I, you know there there is quite a bit of mine and Tatings out there in Nevada so it could be a production of of, of what's kind of already there and now they're gonna you know there's ways to uh, um, by leaching and and kind of smashing that and bringing some of that gold forward so yeah I mean that's absolutely possible that they've got some gold you know there are some mines that can produce at a thirty 30- decent rate, and yet other mines can't. And so as gold silver kind of, you know, as they raise, the thing is, gold has climbed fairly good and they're producing. Problem is that if we look at silver and the supply for silver is down, it's an annual 2% falling at an annual rate of about 2%, and yet that market holds down, you think that would climb up uh, and silver would get a little closer through that ratio, but yeah, it's, it sounds like they're able to yeah make this gold work.
1: And what is this you know, new technology to the me, table? Is that what's driving it, you think, Kurt? Well
2: I guess so and uh, you know, at least they say uh where they say this eight hundred and one dollars per ounce is probably is that like their breaking even cost yeah. and so then if right. you have you know, if you got sixteen hundred dollars uh, an ounce then you know it's profitable to to get it out. Um Uh, Apparently they say uh, this project includes three historic open pit mines, and so like you say, uh, they were probably already there, and a fully, it says, permitted and constructed heap leach processing facility. they, I guess they acquired this from Pershing Gold. Um, okay. And uh, this this pits at Relief Canyon. They say it's uh, 1.5 kilometers long, 0. 0.6 kilometers wide, roughly 0. 0.3 kilometers deep. Darren Blisuti, America's gold and silver president and CEO, said management wanted to acquire Relief Canyon in order to re-rate as a precious metals company um and i guess blasuti also noted that when the transaction closed spot gold was trading at 1180 per ounce today it's trading at 1609 per ounce uh, and he says it feels great to pour gold and we think within a couple of months we're going to be profitable uh the right. gold to ramp up and by the fourth quarter we will be at full capacity for mining and milling and production, and that will create a lot of cash flow for us. So anyway,
5: mining and minting right? makes for
1: honest money, doesn't it, Brian?
5: Yeah, I mean, you know, it reminds me a little like Kennecott. You know, they're producing a lot of copper and so on, but they also get gold and other minerals out of that. And and so based on their cost of okay, we're mining this, but we're also getting this, which which so the cost is. Is not a, a lot. Uh, yeah, there's some. Like I say, there's mines that can produce at a smaller rate where other mines can't, and that's possibly why they went in and purchased that because they had technology saying we can go in and do this, we can buy this up and run it. They couldn't run it; they had to shut down based on their cost. So, I yeah, I don't know. It seems
1: to be how it works. Well, and this just kind of shows to me, and most most people won't make this link, but I've I've got to, and that is this. You know, um, God says there's plenty. And room enough to spare when it comes to land, when it comes to gold, when it comes to food, when it comes to resources. You know, God says, I have enough for my children. Multiply and replenish the earth. And and you know what? There's plenty to spare. I've got this. It's my earth, my children, and I've got this. I love them and I'll care for them. And what's interesting to me about this story is no one's going to draw this link to God, but this is just proof. That There is plenty to spare. So we have uh, a mine that's open before they can't do it profitably, and and then all of a sudden they have technological advances, whether it be in agriculture or in gold, mining and milling and minting and whatever. Um, But things change, and then, oh, what we thought was not accessible becomes accessible again. And, wow, um, before we couldn't do this, but now we can. And the yield's greater than we thought it was. And and this is an example where, you know what, these scientists just run everything off the rails. They act like the sky is falling and there's no good. There's no way to, oh, man, we're just ruining the planet. There's not enough for everybody. We're all going to die. This chicken little lie kind of a thing. And this just, in my opinion, Kurt, points to the proof of you can get more honest money than you think you can. The Lord knows where it's at. He knows how to make it available to us. He can give us give us that information uh, as we need if we obey him. Uh, To me, this is a real really a story about God's promises uh, and him keeping his promises to his children. There is plenty to spare. Who's going to draw those conclusions from this this article besides me? I don't right. see any of that in this article, Sam. I mean, you got to have that in there, say. buddy. They, it's the most important part of the story for to crying to out loud.
2: That. That's right. Uh, they say elsewhere in the U.S., this company that we're talking about uh, owns 60% of what's called the Galena Complex in Idaho. I never heard of it, but uh, they say it produces a silver lead concentrate. Uh, outside the U.S., they own 100% of something called the Kosala Operation that's in the east central part of Mexico's Sinaloa state, uh, about 240 kilometers northeast of Mazatlan. Never heard of that one either. Uh, Consolidated production last year. Well, yeah, but not uh, this I'm just this co just operation. Yeah, I'm uh, I about Although I'm not excited uh, about rolling
1: into the Sintaloa territory, man. I'm just not interested. No, a little bit of
2: trouble. <laughs> uh, but anyway, they say uh, consolidated production last year for the company reached uh, 1.2 million ounces of silver, at consolidated cash costs of U.S. 461 per ounce. So it cost them 461 per ounce of silver, and they say. Uh, and all in sustaining costs of twelve seventy one per ounce of silver. So I don't know if that—that's like uh, you know, it's base cost is four sixty. Well, you got to pay massive security so the
1: cartel doesn't overrun you, buddy. So there's a that's lot of right. Right. hand over right. to Suckers. the cartel. But anyway, Brian, uh, what do you say, think of this though? There's profitable gold and silver. Um, what do you want to call it? Turning ore into real usable uh, coinage via the mining, uh, milling, and minting process. We see it everywhere.
5: Yeah, no, that's exactly right. There's there's metal and, and uh, uh, metals out there. One what, what of the factors now, what, what if we mention the fact that sometimes government gets their hand involved, you know, okay, we'll allow you to mine, but we want the kickback. Yeah, there you go. Sometimes <laughs> we want our we want our piece of the pie. And if you can't provide us a piece of the pie, you're not mining it. We're going to cut you off regulations, and we're going to allow our guy to come in and take this mine. So sometimes there's some of that that goes on as well.
2: Just You know, nothing yeah, negative, but sometimes. yeah, sometimes. Yeah, that's right. They say America's gold and silver acquired Galena through a business combination in 2014 with U.S. silver and gold. Uh, they say uh, the America's gold and silver has cut cash costs per silver ounce by more than 50% by focusing on cost control measures and operating inefficiencies, er, efficiencies. Uh, they say uh, the Cosala property in Mexico is up... Of 67 mining concessions over about 19,385 hectares. That's another, uh, instead of acres, that's another way they do it. In uh, what is that uh, language, you know, where you do All right, ink tight. Brian's got to fly. Sam and
1: will continue anyway. in seconds. Thanks, Brian. Godspeed. Thanks, brother. Brian. Man, you bet. Thank you.
5: Hey, Rodney, it was
1: 12,400. Whoa. Whoa. Russ Attention Liberty News
0: radio listeners. Hard-hitting talk radio has never been and never will be supported by the mainstream in America. Hard-hitting talk radio is taking on the mainstream press like never before. News the networks refuse to use is one of the best ways to educate people. We invite all liberty-loving Americans to join with us to restore the principles of our founding fathers and promote God, family, and country in the media and our lives. Please help spread the liberty message with your generous donation. You can go online at libertynewsradio.com right now and make a donation online. Or call 801-756-9133 and make a donation over the phone. That's libertynewsradio.com and 801-756-9133.
7: Make a donation today. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse... Many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face, and the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed, and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation.
1: Kurt Crosby, Sam Bushman on your radio, so gold and silver becomes, you know, mineable once again. I think that just shows there's plenty and room up to spare, ladies and gentlemen. God is good, and you know what? Um, there are uh, a whole lot of uh, resources in the earth that we don't know about. We haven't been able to discover, and/or we don't have the science to pull the access to them, etc., etc., But things change, 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 change as the needs of the world uh, increase. God keeps his promises. That's my highlight to the story. Kurt's got a couple of other interesting details uh, about this, though. Kurt?
2: Well, that's right. And they talk about, in this uh, piece, they talk about... Um down in Mexico, they uh, they say uh, there's something called Los Braceros, a process facility that historically produced copper, lead, and zinc concentrates uh, from material mined at the nearby Nuestra Senora mine. Uh, the property also includes the San Rafael uh, underground zinc silver lead mine. Uh, you know, I, at least the thought comes to my mind. If you're in Mexico, sure, you can do this. But if you try to do this in America, I mean, how many times is the EPA and everybody else going to be all over your uh, pro, you know, case? But anyway, they say the El Cajon silver copper project, several other smaller past producing mines and numerous mineralized showings. The company's undertaking an exploration program to explore the land package and extend the mine life at San Rafael. Uh, this is the part that I thought was pretty interesting here on the end, though. Uh, it says, uh, See, Hold on. Um, this
1: always shows why you need to read articles, as we've been taught from Chuck Carter, the late Chuck Harder, and others. Right. You've got to read these Good articles point. upside down. We don't mean literally read the text upside down. What we mean is you've got to go look at the end of a story, because that's where all the meat, all the reality of a story is. And this just proves the point, Kurt.
2: And the last couple of paragraphs here, it says, Mining at Kosala has been stopped since January 26th due to a dispute between two unions. One union representing employees is being challenged by a second union that wants to represent the workers. Uh, It says... um, I guess uh, one guy says it's not employee discontent or employees being unhappy. It's infighting between unions until the government decides it's going to fix the issue or which union's going to contribute the most, I'd say. Uh, these things generally run a month or two months and then someone emerges the winner. Uh, find a little bit. If the illegal blockade is removed within a month, Basudi says Kosala should produce between 800,000 and 900,000 ounces of silver in 2020. That's up from 600,000 produced in 2019. Think of that eight hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand ounces of silver. Uh, they say uh, shares of America's gold and silver were trading at four oh one apiece, within a fifty-two week trading range of a dollar ninety-seven and five twenty. The company has a market cap of three hundred forty-seven million, on uh, what they say eighty-seven million common shares outstanding. So I'd never even heard of these guys, but uh, it's amazing what you can find when you dig, huh, not
1: well, I think it's great news. I think it's something to highlight. I hope we have more and more and more of it, and I hope we can turn to honest money because I believe that's where we can reign in government the most, uh, the easiest, but whatever you want to say. And I think we can embrace principles that, that can create honesty within our systems. And, you know, we really got to work towards that, folks. I'll tell you right now, we really got to road a hoe, but it's something worthy uh, of our focus, worthy of our effort. Uh, I will say that, to say, the least. All right, Curt. Yeah, the party's over, buddy. When you over, think buddy. of
2: that, when you think of that Article One, Section Ten thing in the Constitution, that I know I only bring this uh, bring this up quite often, but it seems so simple for me to understand, and yet um, you got guys like, uh, well, ladies like Pelosi and uh, so many others that seem to just be unaware of that little section that says no state Kurt, they're shall. They're aware, buddy make anything but gold and silver coin a tender and payment of They debts. just
1: know they can't destroy the country if they go along with that little simple thing, Kurt. Good so point. they're completely aware. But what are you trying to do? Destroy their ability to destroy the nation? I mean, come on. I got you. That's why the next headline says the party's over, and dang it, it needs to be. I'll tell you that right now.
2: Yeah, good point. Uh, you know, this is a world in a daily peace, and they said it... It begins, eight elected officials make a switch, and uh, they say they join Republicans. Um, and the sub-headline, we have had a relentless focus on switching conservative Democrats over, it says. So, you know, uh, this still goes with the whole party system, which you know i i got a problem with, which we reject is the point. If you, yeah that's right uh, And george washington rejected it as well and so that's one of the things we want to bring up with that solution but in this case we're talking about um, jackson mississippi and the mississippi republican party chairman says he doesn't expect well, this will be the last time they're welcoming new members of the gop uh i guess um Uh, all of these that they welcomed were, uh, well, elected public offices as Democrats or independents in the most recent cycle, and now they've uh, uh, switched over to the Republican Party. And if that means they're going to be more conservative and more, uh, you know, uh, follow the Republican platform, hey, um, I think that's good news, Sam, you know.
1: It's fantastic news. Uh, but you know what? We really want the party to be over. And in the totality, <clears throat> the living in the ideal, that's what we want. Just jettison parties all together and, and, you know what? Look at each candidate based on their merits and, you know, et cetera. Uh, but in the incremental plan that Kurt talks about a lot, you know, you can't just make all these gains in just one boom, knockout punch like you want to all the time. You've got to work on them. That's how they destroyed the country. That's how we're going to preserve uh, the country. And so even though this isn't exactly what we would like, The idea to discuss the party's over, the idea to look at the Republican platform and pull the ideals that are good, constitutional and moral and right, is a good thing. And in that vein or in that venue, we need to start to say, hey, it's a good start. It begins. Eight elected officials make the switch. The question is how many others are going to join Republicans along the way. And then the que- next question is, if they get a landslide in November, if they get serious support for Donald, if they take back the House, if they get all these gains, will they, you know what, hit a home run with it? That's the real yep. question. Will That's they cool. hit a home run or will they, you know, <clears throat> strike out like they did last time and the last time and the last time? And, the, you know, whenever they get control, they seem to just, like, freeze and strike out. Tim Tebow doesn't do that. He does the opposite, though, Kurt. Yeah, he's not striking out. Good point. Um, the headline from the
2: Western Journal boys by way of WorldNet Daily says, uh, Watch Tim Tebow crush his first home run with New York Mets. Um, and uh, they say, Former Heisman Trophy winner turned professional baseball player. And I would add, Homeschooler Christian kid uh, that uh, vowed to remain a a virgin till he married, and he married the uh, former Miss Universe. Uh, You know, they didn't. He's a one woman man. Let's be clear about that too. Believes in
1: traditional marriage. We could go on and on, right?
2: Amen. Uh, so that's the reason we bring him up. He's a great role model and a good example for a lot of people, I think. But anyway, I guess he set social media ablaze by cranking his first home run in the New York Mets uniform. I guess they got him in the, as an outfielder in the Mets farm system. He smashed a two-run shot off Detroit Tigers reliever Alex Wilson in the sixth inning of what they call the Grapefruit League uh, game in Lakeland, Florida.
1: Lakeland, wow. where our old buddy Jerry Hughes came into that. Not only do we like to, uh, you know, look at this guy as a role model, but we also like to celebrate success, Kurt. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the, the mainstream press has gone around going, "Ah, he's horrible at football. He can't play baseball. he's just um, no." They don't say that when it comes to Colin Kiepernick. No. Okay, But when it comes to Tim Tebow, anybody who stands for moral principle, they're like, ah, oh, this guy's a nobody. He's just a wannabe everything. You well, no. Now you're seeing success, and where's the media when you need them? Right? So we like to celebrate Good success, point. Kurt. We're glad that Tim has found his, I don't know what you want to call it, home for a career or whatever. And you might be talented at five different sports. The question is not only which one are you the most talented about, but which one may welcome you with open arms or which one seems to fit best with your circumstance and lifestyle. There's a lot of factors rather than just saying, oh, you're good at this and bad at that or whatever. Um, you know, where do you get your opportunities? You know, a chance has a lot to do with it. Um, you know, who will give you a chance? Who will give you, you know, what friends and people do you know? Ninety percent of jobs are provided by people that you know or that you, you know, network with or whatever. And a similar thing applies here. And so I don't want to say that Tim's not good at football and he's great at baseball. He's very good at both of them. He's an incredible athlete. Let's be very clear. My point, though, is that he's found his niche, uh, he's doing well, and the mainstream press is all too delighted to jump to the attack when they think they got him down. But when he gets married and shows incredible pictures of him and his lovely wife, and when they do all the philanthropy work that they do together for disabled children and et cetera, we've reported on that, when he hits a home run and that home run brought in what? More runs than just his, Kurt? So it was a home run for him, but it brought yeah, in, what, three runs? that's right. Uh, I think
2: so. At least there was more than one. I thought At there least. was two
1: on base or whatever. And then uh, he, anyway.
2: I think so. Let's so anyway, see. I'm just saying, um, see, that's cool.
1: Where are these people when the philanthropy happens, when the incredible marriage happens, when uh, you know, he hits a home run and, and, and makes this difference? Where are all these people, Kurt? They just seem to be yeah. gone, missing an action. They're like, oh, you're going to get the coronavirus tomorrow. Kurt, you're going to die. <laughs> stop. Point.
2: They say he smashed a two-run shot, so I think. I that assume means, there was
1: one person on base and you know, then him then.
2: Yeah, and then him.
1: Okay, yeah, I didn't know and if it was two-run
2: and then the home run. See, that's how I would. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway. um, they say that the Mets the Mets announced that Tebow had made the spring training roster for the fourth consecutive year. And by the way, the guy is also a commentator on ESPN. The way I understand it, um, Tim Tebow is. They say. Yeah, but never before has he hit a home run in any of his previous spring training appearances. So, you know, uh, they say the Mets faced plenty of criticism for giving Tebow, a 32-year-old former NFL player, a chance over other younger prospects. But in smashing a home run, Tebow is proving his doubters wrong. Oh, um, see, they just can't handle
1: that, Kurt. They're just going to go ballistic. They're going to throw their sucker in the dirt. They're going to melt down. They're going to say, You're not my friend anymore. I don't know what they're going to do, but see, I'm delighted about Tim and what couldn't happen to a nicer guy. That's all I got to say. Amen. All right, these guys want to talk about Arctic Doomsday. What do they call this thing, (laughs) Kurt?
2: (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I I saw this. This is a Yahoo piece, you know, coming out of Yahoo and then they what they call the AFP. I think that's a uh news service. Uh, you know. Do you know what AFP stands for, Sam? American I, Free Press. Know, trying, oh, okay, maybe that's it. Uh but anyway, uh the Yahoo News Boys, their headline. Arctic Doomsday Vault stocks up on 60,000 more food seeds. Have you ever heard of this? No. Me neither. I didn't know we had a doomsday. Bar.
1: But I'm I'm for no. the more, you know, heirloom or whatever you want to call it, food seeds and stuff. And I wouldn't call it doomsday. I'd call it intelligent preparedness, but that's just me.
2: Yeah, so I guess I got this deal that sits up in the... Oh, it's way up in Norway, somewhere up by the archipelago. I don't even know how, where that is. But they call it the Noah's Ark of Food Crops, and it's set up to preserve plants that can feed a growing population f- facing climate change. And so, See, in my mind, though, is that doomsday or there? is that just wise preparedness, Kurt? Well, it seems like wise preparedness would be... Preparing everybody with seeds and, you know, not just having them stuck yeah, But I somewhere thought that the
1: mainstream corporations Norway. are trying to create those seeds that are, like, not seeds. Yeah, good point. Yeah, that's right. Use once per their permission the and then everything breath. dies, right? Yeah. All right, good well, let's point. stand up for heirloom freedom and liberty and let's use God's seeds, shall we? Hour one of the Cantu coming up. This nation shall endure.